As Christians, we believe in a thing called grace. And we believe that this word grace describes how God is towards us. So the Bible tells us God is gracious. It says we are saved by his grace. And in Romans 6, Paul says we live under grace, like it's a canopy over us all the time. You know, God's grace is like the atmosphere surrounding us every single day in which we live and breathe and exist. Now, the word grace essentially means gift, uh, something which is freely given. So grace is generosity that comes to us from another without any requirement or precedent or reason on our part. Grace is the goodness that simply is given without any strings, without the need to earn it, without the fear of losing it, and without any ulterior motives. It's a bit like, imagine a ring on the doorbell, and when you open the door, you find a wonderful gift there on the doorstep, and it just says, this is for you. And we look around us and wonder why that might be, because grace takes us off guard a bit like that, because we think there must be a catch, or there must be a reason, or maybe there's a mistake. But no, grace, that gift on the doorstep says, no, this is for you, simply because it's for you. And God says that that is how he is towards us. Now, grace is why the universe exists. In the beginning, God simply created. And that act of creation was not dependent on anything prior or subsequent. Creation itself is a gift. Grace is why life appears in all its colour and beauty and variety and abundance. Grace, the gift, runs through all things, I believe. So when the Bible talks about grace, it's actually saying something quite profound about the nature of reality. It means that life is not a contest and the universe is not taking grades and we are not in competition with each other. Life is gift. It is givenness. It is grace from God. And by the way, this is why despite all the setbacks and frustrations and evils in us and or around us in the world... We can still believe that good will triumph. We can still hope in God because we believe that things are ultimately moving with a bias, which is the grace of God, who is for us, not against us. Now, the reason I'm talking about grace is because today we are thinking about giving and grace is giving. And today we're thinking also about us being grace people us being giving people ourselves and not not giving so that we'll get something in return remember not giving with strings attached but giving which is grace giving freely just like God gives we too can give and doing so being that kind of people is actually proven to be very good for our well-being now, of course, giving can come in many, many different ways, as we've already been thinking this morning. It's not just about money. It's not even primarily that. To give is to share our lives with others. Our time, our talents, our wisdom, our hearts, our laughter and encouragement, whatever else it may be, and we've sort of thought of some wonderful things already. The idea of giving is that we give ourselves. So, so think about, for example, what gifts you have that God has given you as a human being 
and how you could use them to bless others. And if what I've said about God and the universe is true, you know, that grace is actually the basis of all things, it's why we're even here, then I I like to see it as, you know, when we give, I like to see it as us joining the flow of the universe, of creation, joining that flow of God's eternal spirit because we are joining, we are living our lives within that same attitude of grace that lies at the heart of everything and that forever has and forever will be because God is the one above it and through it and in it all. And that's why I want this sermon to go in a particular direction now. It would be very easy, wouldn't it, thinking about giving, it would be very easy for this to just become a pep talk, or even worse, a guilt trip, about how you should really be giving more if you're a good person. But I do not want that kind of sermon, because its results would probably just be superficial and passing. What I want is for us to be so taken up with the fact that we live surrounded by God's grace, God's giving, every single day, that, that actually an attitude of grace from us will, will naturally, it will kind of fill our whole outlook. Grace, giving, gift, will fill our whole outlook and approach to life itself. Grace will become an intuitive thing to us because it's what makes the world go round, shall we say. The Christian gospel tells us that at the heart of all time and all history and all things is God giving his son. Jesus came to save us. John 3, God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his one and only son so that we won't perish but we'll have eternal life. And at the centre of that good news, the gospel of Jesus, is Jesus the son of God giving his life for us on the cross. Jesus gave himself for us. Paul says he loved me and gave himself for me. And from that central, uh, all-encompassing act of God giving himself for us flows, remember, his resurrection life. That was the result of the cross. And that resurrection life of God now is given to us through Christ. So the life, death and resurrection of Jesus are grace giving in all its glory, saving us, making us new, giving and giving and giving again. And from that good news that God gave for us comes a whole new way for us to see things. A whole new way for us to be and to live. That's what it means to be a Christian. That that good news of God loving us and giving his son means everything begins to look different to us now. Because Jesus redefines how we see what life is really about. In Matthew 10, Jesus sent his disciples out and he told them this. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Okay, freely you have received, freely give. Jesus says there that the receiving of grace goes hand in hand with the giving of grace. When we recognise the grace that we ourselves receive freely, each and every day, 
It's then, as we recognise that, what we've received, that we can then freely give as well. It's like grace flows to us and then from us in a continual stream. If grace is the very nature of things, if God's grace surrounds us, then life is actually about learning both how to receive gladly and to give gladly. Freely you receive, Jesus says, now freely give. It's, it's as we're conscious, I think that's so profound what he says there, it is as we are conscious of grace surrounding us, given to us, that we then become all the more capable of freely, without stress, giving grace to others. As Jesus says, it becomes a thing of, giving becomes a thing of freedom then. It's not a thing of guilt or compulsion or fear or merit, a thing of freedom, he says. Freely you've received, which means you can freely give. Uh, the Bob Dylan song, Forever Young, begins with these words. May God bless and keep you always. May your wishes all come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you always do for others and let others do for you. That's a bit like what Jesus said there in Matthew 10. Freely receive, freely give. Living under grace means learning both to receive, to rejoice in receiving grace, and to rejoice in then giving that same grace to others. And the reason I didn't want a pep talk or a, or a guilt trip this morning is because, well, look, if we only see giving as a good work that really we ought to do because we're told to, if we only see giving like that, then we won't be able to freely receive or freely give because it will all be tied up with something else, merit or guilt or pride or shame or whatever else. Perhaps we'll feel very pleased with ourselves, for example, because, you know, I've given much more than others and, and giving then can easily become just a sort of panacea for our conscience to make us feel better. Or perhaps we'll feel guilty about enjoying the grace that we ourselves receive. You know, we'll, we might think that, well, we're not allowed to enjoy receiving because surely we, you know, we should be giving all the time. We're not allowed to receive. It's all got to be about giving and we feel guilty when something good comes to us. Giving is no longer free. It's tied up with all sorts of other things. But Jesus says, no, freely receive and freely give. You've received grace from God, Jesus says, and that is really good. Enjoy that grace of God. You don't need to feel guilty about God's grace being for you. Receive it in freedom, Jesus says, with joy, so that you can then also give out of that freedom without any conditions, without any needs, without any other things hanging on to it. Freely receive, freely give. So what, what I'm advocating this morning here is not just giving as a good work or even as a good thing to do. What I'm advocating is grace as an entire attitude to life itself, grace as an outlook, grace as the thing that makes the world go round, and I believe that will lead to a more healthy and wholesome life and world for us all. It's kind of crazy that sometimes we think of God as being stingy. 
The universe is the complete opposite of stingy. It is the definition of extravagance and giving. It is estimated that there are around 200 billion galaxies in the observable universe that we can see through instruments. In just one of those galaxies, so our galaxy, the Milky Way, there are estimated to be around 100 billion stars. You know, God does things generously, abundantly. Here on Earth, uh, over one million different species of insects have so far been identified, and we're discovering thousands more all the time. Around 400,000 of those million that we've found already, around 400,000 of them are different species of beetles. Insects are so abundant that for every one person on Earth, there are approximately 1.4 billion insects. I thought that was incredible. Creation is full of very large numbers like that. All of it is given freely. It's created for no other reason, it would seem, except the sheer joy and love of it, that God created it all, the joy of life and variety and colour and creativity. So my point is, when you look around you, at the natural world and the wider universe, you do get a sense of unimaginable generosity, of grace running through it all. And also in our human lives, I think. You know, it's often been said that the best things in life are free. They're given. There's a lot of truth to that, isn't there? The really important things come to us as gift. Love, of course, being perhaps the most important one of all. And what does God say about that? He says, love the Lord your God with all that you can. And love others just as you love yourself. It's not that you despise yourself. Love others just as you're loved. To do so, God says, is to truly live. Jesus said something very similar. He said, love one another just as I have loved you. Yes, you are loved. That's not a mistake. And that's not precarious. You are loved, Jesus says, and it is free. It's not hanging in the balance. You are loved. For no reason than you're loved. And so knowing that, that God loves us, we can love one another freely. Freely you've received, Jesus said, freely give. Now some might be cynical about this and say, well, it's rather naive and this isn't going to get us anywhere. And I thought about that, and then I thought, look, I'm a Christian, which means, for me, at the centre of time and history is Jesus dying for his enemies. And it resulted in resurrection. A new creation began. And I believe that, that is what defines what is true and what is lasting for this world. You see, grace is not just something God occasionally does. Grace is God's character. Grace defines who God always is. It has shaped this universe, shaped our own existence, and it shapes our hopes for the future. So giving is not just a good deed to do sometimes. It is the heartbeat, the nature of life itself. And God, what God is doing, is he is inviting us to become part of it, to live within that stream of gift so to give freely ourselves in a healthy way. 
You know, not just out of compulsion or guilt or fear or condition. We need to understand that giving grace, grace already surrounds us from God. And it's therefore the most natural and life-bringing reality in the world. If God's grace defines and shapes all things, then grace or giving is not just a thing we do because the minister told us to. It's what life is all about. It's what Jesus came and showed us, surely. And the more aware we are of that, the more aware we are of God's generosity around us and for us, and above all we see that in Jesus Christ, the more aware we are of that day by day, the more it will become our natural disposition too. So the course suggests that this week, and I would say each week, we might like to think about certain things. Think about what gifts God has given you and how you can use those gifts to bless others. It suggests that we write a kindness token of something that you can do for someone else and carry that act of kindness out this week. Think about the neighbourhood in which you live and think about how you could help that community where you are. And I would say, I'd just add to this, above all, enjoy the reality of grace. Enjoy that, the fact that the givenness of it. Enjoy it and receive it gladly and then give it from yourself too and may it do us all a world of good. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that grace surrounds us day by day. We know there are things that are difficult. We know there are things that we look at that don't look like grace. There are struggles. But, Lord, we, we, when we look back at the beginning of creation, you just gave. You just made it all. It just came to be because you gave. When we look at the events at the heart of our faith, Jesus Coming to the world, you so loved us that you gave him. And when we look at Jesus loving us and giving himself for us on the cross, which brings resurrection life to us all. Lord, that's how we get our bigger perspective. And I just pray, Lord, with all the struggles, yes, of life, with all the disappointments, setbacks, frustrations, even the evils that we see. May we always remember to take a step back and remember that it's you and your grace, which ultimately is shaping things. It is your giving, your love, that is truer than any other thing we see. And I pray that that would make us understand what Jesus said. Freely you receive, now freely give. Amen. <laughs>